Welcome to the Third Growth Option Podcast, where we talk with business leaders and innovators hungry to drive growth that can be faster than internal organic growth and less risky than acquisition. Your moderator is Bernal Dunkerspuler, Chief Sherpa and CEO at Realign, who has led private equity-owned distributors through turnarounds and growth. With battle-proven leaders from all frontiers, we want to provoke thinking about business growth beyond conventional wisdom and binary choices. Hey, I'm Benno, your host, talking with business leaders about all things growth-related to help all of us grow and think about growth in, in new ways. And today my guest is Maida Rensberger, a longtime sales and marketing executive at One Coast. Maida, say hi to everybody. Hello, Benno, and hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Hey, uh, really excited about this episode. Uh, so One Coast to the Uninitiated is a it's a national sales agency uh, with uh, uh, hundreds of salespeople. I don't know, two, three hundred. How many salespeople do you guys have? We're an organization of about 300 people and 250 about our growth territory managers. Excellent. And uh, selling lots and lots of product lines to tens of thousands of retailers around the country, right? Absolutely. So you and I worked together when you first started with One Coast some 15 years ago, and I ran a yes. uh, large and struggling wholesale distributor. Those were the days. Those were the, and those were actually the starting days of the new One Coast business model. So we did something revolutionary together, Bano. That's right. That's right. So you are so knowledgeable and and, and passionate about uh, your company's one omni-channel strategy, selling selling to the customer where they are as opposed to where you or I or the salesperson would want them to be. And uh, omni-channel, it's it's you know it's easy to say and kind of a buzzword. Not even a new one, but there's so many different challenges and new technologies surrounding Omnichannel. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to get into the Omnichannel discussion, and I just want to put a teaser out there for our listeners. You know, I, I'm hoping you know later into this podcast we can, you know, you can share a little bit about your story, how you grew up in in Bosnia and then had to leave a war zone and came to live the American dream. I, I think there's you know, it's sort of the ultimate, you know, the immigrant experience is sort of the ultimate change management story, isn't it? It is actually. And truly, my personal why kind of spills into everything that I do in business and in my personal life. So I'm actually very grateful you're going to ask me about that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let's start with Omnichannel. Give us your definition. What does Omni mean for a national sales agency like you guys? By the way, I want to first say that I am so grateful we're talking about omni-channel because this is such a timely topic in the times that we're in and with all of the changes that are happening around buying product and selling product. So this is an absolutely perfect time to talk about omni-channel. And for one cause, we've always been an integrated sales and marketing company. So we've always worked to integrate those two business components together and meet the customer where they're at and have a cohesive experience right, for the customer. But Omnichannel takes that thought to a whole nother level. So for me, Omnichannel is the ultimate customer-centric model. So it's literally the definition of meeting your customer where they're at. 
And so while you think when you think about most of us are a multi-channel business today, right? We all sell in different ways. We sell on the road, we sell online, we sell through the phone, we sell at trade shows. So generally we are already a multi-channel company and many of our businesses are. But an omni-channel experience puts the customer at the center of everything that we do. And this is why I'm so passionate about it, is that when you think about an omni-channel experience, you're asking yourself the question about where is my customer? How do they prefer to be serviced and how do they prefer to buy? And it's about intentionally aligning your business to the needs of the customer. So it's elevating that whole multi-channel selling to an omni-channel where you are connecting that experience. You know, you're you're connecting the channels of business together so that the customer has a cohesive experience no matter where they choose to engage with your brand or buy. And when you talk about customer retention, I mean, you're you're seeing in your business a sort of provable or verifiable impact of customer retention going up when they're being served in a customer-centric, omni-channel way. Talk a little bit about customer retention in connection with omni-channel. Yeah, and I see the customer retention somewhat being a result of your omni-channel focus, right? Is that, And again, if you think about when you as an organization align yourself with the needs of your customer, and when you align your decision-making, your operations, your training, your hiring, the way that you service the customer, when you align that with the customer experience, you're going to do things differently, right? Out of that effort, you're going to have more personalized customer experience, more relevant marketing, more value-added approach to doing business. So all of those things will amount to loyalty to a higher annual spend with your company to customer retention. So again, it's almost like a natural result of focusing on the customer. And it does change how you do things because when you do ask yourself, what is best for my customer? And then you look at how you have organized your business. Do those two dots connect? You know, that's the organizational question that you have. And that is what we are trying to do as a company is truly ask ourselves, what are the needs of the customers and how do we align our business to them? You know, when I talk about the whole omni-channel piece, it's really important to talk about the customer journey. And this really leads us into somewhat of the challenges or how do we transition from you know, being a multi-channel business today to an omni-channel, but we have to understand the customer journey. And that is that a customer journey from the time that they discover your brand to the time that they purchase, it is not a one-touch point journey, right? A customer doesn't just go to go online and buy, doesn't just go online and buys, right? There is a journey that they go through from discovering. So that could be them receiving an email blast about your company, engaging with you on social media, meeting with a territory manager in person to see samples and review catalogs, then going online again and browsing some more, and they may end up transacting with the vendor direct, or they may transact online, right? It's their journey, and every channel is a value add to that customer to help them make the decision to buy. And so it's important in Omnichannel to understand the customer journey, to understand that it's not a one-touch point journey, but a multi-touch point journey. They actually say it takes a customer about six touch points to make a decision to buy. 
It's funny because my wife says it takes me about six times to listen before I actually hear her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, th- I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm jokingly, I mean, it's true. I'm not uh, walking away from the fact that my wife thinks I could listen better. But I think it's true in all interactions, isn't it? That we do have to be, you know, we, we all think, well, I I said it once, so, you know, it's out there. It's not. It's not like that. That's exactly right, because it is a journey. And again, as an organization, when you understand that it takes a customer six touch points to make a decision to buy, how you manage the different channels of your business changes, right? Because you have to understand the value of each of your business channels, the value of your digital channel, the value of your in-person channel, the value of your direct channel as a vendor, right? You have to understand the different values of each of those channels in helping the customer make the decision to buy. And when you say different channels, that's synonymous with different touch points, isn't it? Different touch points. So like a touch point over the phone or on the mm-hmm. online or an email or a face-to-face meeting. Social media or vendor direct, you know, a customer calling the vendor to place an order directly. So what would you say are the biggest challenges in coordinating these different touch points and, and, and creating, you know, is it mostly people and training challenges or is it mostly technology challenges? Well, I will tell you for us, it's, uh, you know, when we rolled out the omni-channel concept, you know, the first goal was to get an organizational mindset of omni-channel, right? It's to shift our mindset from the only way of doing business to an omni-way. And I love saying that from only way to omni-way. So I would say that the, the biggest challenge truly is mindset. It's mindset of the organization. It's the mindset of every department in your company. It's the mindset of your vendor partners, but it starts with the mindset. And that is really moving away from the singular perspective that the customer has to transact with us. And what I mean by that is that if I'm a a territory manager on the road, traditionally, when I'm presenting to a customer, I want that order to to transact with me. And if if that doesn't happen, I'm discouraged. Or maybe my manager is looking down on the fact that I didn't transact, right? That I did not close that sale that day. That is a singular perspective on doing business. That is not an omni-channel approach, right? In an omni-channel approach, the mindset is that I add value to my customer in, in helping them make the decision to buy, So I, yes, I may go into the store and present the product, but ultimately my customer will decide where they want to make their their final purchase and when they're ready to transact. So in an omni-channel mindset, you have to get away from this idea that the customer has to transact with you. Like from a marketing standpoint, that if we send out an email blast, you know, that that click has to convert to a sale online. No, it doesn't because one of the values of, that email is to inform our customer so that they can add, you know they can gather the information that they need to make that final purchase so the biggest challenge in my opinion is mindset you know moving away from the only way to the omni way and understanding how to use a blended channel approach meaning you know the blended channel approach about if i'm a territory manager on the road It isn't just about me selling in person to a customer. It's about using a blended channel approach to meet my customer where they want to be. And I will tell you, this was huge for us this last year and gearing up 
to the show season, which really for us was December and will be December through February and learning new ways to meet with our customers. That is through virtual Zoom meetings on the phone, directing customers online if that is how they choose to buy, but it's leveraging different channels to service your customers and to grow your business. So that I think is the biggest thing is having the organization embrace that mindset and move away from this idea that the transaction has to occur with them, no matter what department you're working in. So the mindset change inside the sales agency is really that you have sort of different specialists, maybe experts, you know, the territory manager is is a specialist in face-to-face meetings. You may have an email specialist that specializes on email campaigns and somebody else on, you know, uh, the website being the most effective it can be. So what you're saying is that you're trying to sort of hold all the specialists, you're managing all of the specialists in unison with each other instead of sort of playing them against each other, which is maybe the way it was years ago, right? Yeah, or them working in a silo. Right, Because the ultimate goal is to service the customer and the ultimate goal is to provide an impeccable customer experience to help them discover and buy in the easiest way possible. And again, like I said, when you think about that intention as a business, the way that you're aligning your messaging, your offers, your promotions, your approach is going to be different than if you are only thinking singularly, you know, this is my customer and they have to transact through this channel only. Talk a little bit about the omni-channel mindset or challenges from a vendor's perspective. So you have, you know, a, a distributor or a manufacturer who partners with One Coast for One Coast to take on the sales and marketing function. What challenges have you run into with vendors embracing the omni-channel? You know, I have to go back to that whole mindset discussion because it all really does start with mindset. So I would say from a vendor perspective, you know, it's shifting the mindset from TM productivity, sales rep productivity only, you know, what is generated on the road only to a total territory productivity discussion, meaning how are we growing the whole territory versus how is the road business with one singular person. Because as a as an organization, One Coast is embracing the omni-channel approach, meaning that we do sell through multiple channels, online, on the phone, through virtual means, at shows, on the road, right? So there's mo- there is a integrated, blended approach to how we're servicing customers. And in the whole customer journey, like I said, it takes about six touch points. That customer may not always transact in that first, in, at that first touch point, right? So they may transact directly with the vendor after we've presented the information, right? After they've uh, gone through their discovery process. So in the past, in the traditional model, the vendor could look down upon a direct order, right? In an omni-channel mindset, you as a vendor are okay with the fact that that order came directly through you at the end of the day because it was a result of multiple touch points before that that helped them make that decision to buy. And again, if the customer chose to convert in that way, then that's wonderful. They converted at the end of the day. Has the way you provide visibility to your vendor partners changed 
or maybe had to change for them to embrace omnichannel, right? Because it used to be, as you just said, well, we're looking at one cost to, you know, that for road business to be a certain percentage, for trade show business to be a certain percentage, for online and direct, you know, another. So if you want vendors to embrace omni-channel, that might have changed the way you look at providing visibility to the whole process. And that's actually the, that is the process that we're going through. Obviously, in, in terms of reporting, we've always provided our vendors the visibility to see all sources of business coming from one coast, right? But the way that we are looking and analyzing the business, even with our teams, is a more holistic approach to it. It's looking at the whole territory productivity versus just one singular channel. Certainly, we do look at and, and, and analyze the business by channel, you know, online, road, phone. We certainly do look at it like that. But our ultimate goal is to increase total territory productivity. So we do embrace that whole omni-channel and we're looking at the performance of all channels. And again, in, the, in our business model, and we've always been structured this way, our territory manager gets commissioned for orders written through any source. And we've done that intentionally so that we don't put the customer in, in between them choosing how to do business, right? That we understand. So, so we've always done that for that reason. But we are most so we're shifting now from that TM specifically, TM productivity to territory productivity. And that's a big, big shift in how we look at the business. It's more about diversity of order generation, you know, not just a singular source. As you embraced the omni-channel, you know, the customer journey, the customer-centric aligning and changing the mindset of uh, within your organization and, and your vendors' organizations, was there an experience where you said, you know, I, I really wish we had done that differently or, or sooner? Or You know... I feel like this was, I wouldn't say that there was anything in related to Omnichannel, we're still in the infancy of this. You know, we're just launching and training and converting, if you will, to an Omnichannel business model. And uh, this is a long-term transition. In the short term, we're focusing on training, organizational training, organizational awareness, and providing the tools necessary for our team to provide that, that customer experience. Long term, there, there are going to be a lot of structural shifts, you know, technology, integration, the way that we look at data, right, operational organization that's going to feed the whole omni-channel business model. So we're still in the infancy. You know, I have to say that it was timely, that the timing of us rolling out omni-channel was absolutely perfect because we were living and are living in a time where we have to get creative Retailers have to be creative on how they sell to their customers, and we also have to be creative on how we service our customer. And so we have somewhat organically jumped into this omni-channel way of doing business by simply embracing new ways of doing business, like uh, virtual selling and doing virtual sales presentations when we couldn't see customers face-to-face, -face. you know, so... I feel like we're still in the infancy stages, but I know that the learnings will come. <laughs> and when they do come, there will be that. There will be lessons, right? And we're going to continue to evolve and tweak the business model as needed. So now I get to ask the question that I've been, that I was teasing about at the beginning. Give us a sense of what it felt like to leave your home country 
then moving to Germany and then to the U.S.? Oh, my goodness. And it's been so long that I actually talked about myself in this way. But I have been in the United States for about 22 years now. And yes, I was a war refugee from Bosnia. Um, so the reason why I am in the USA is because USA was gracious enough to offer my family permanent residence here and an opportunity to build a new life. And, you know, for me, this this could be a story in itself, Benno, but I will could tell be another you podcast, completely different <laughs> podcast. But I will tell you when I get asked that question about what did that experience do for me? You know, I've it's it's formed my personal why and how I think and do business. You know, my why as a person is to make an impact. You know, with the people that I meet, with the work that I do, I always want to make sure that everything that I do is intentional and that it has some impact, some value to others. And so this guides what I do. And this comes directly from my experience as a war refugee from moving all over the world, right? From learning new languages and having to start over and dealing with change. And so I am grateful for that experience because I do have a different perspective on life, on business, on challenges that I face every single day because I do see things as an opportunity. You know, I'm not afraid of jumping in and building something new and testing something out but always intentionally, always intentionally to make sure that I am truly having an impact, a positive impact on something. And the experience of immigrating to the United States or, or any country, I mean, the, 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 you know, becoming an outsider, right? We're no longer in the country that we were born in. You, for you, Bosnia, for me, Germany. And so we are, by definition now, outsiders. And I think for me that, you know, that has profoundly impacted the way I, I look at change because I'm just used to being the outsider and having people say, oh, you're, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. How, how has the outsider status changed the way you, you approach business? I would have to say it goes back to just the perspective, you know, or... Um, comparative perspective to what life could be, right? Or what is my definition of challenges? You know, what is my definition of change? So it kind of goes back to just the, the perspective that my life has given me on everything, right? And um, just the, the optimism, the natural optimism that I have about situations. Not to say that I see life as rosy and everything is great, but when I am faced with challenges, I'm always excited. Because you're putting it into perspective of a war. I'm putting into perspective of how things could be. That's exactly and kind of what I've overcome and what my family has overcome, you know, through that war experience. So I always say everything pales in comparison to that experience. And I also, my perspective of, on everything in life is someone else has it worse. I can't complain. I just have to see the best in it. I have to see the opportunity that's in front of me. I really do look at everything as lessons. You know, what am I meant to learn from this, you know? And that does really change how you do things in life. And I think for me, connection with people is important. Uh, making an impact is important. And the, the biggest thing really is being intentional about what I'm doing and the decisions that I'm making. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective and your thoughts on both the business topic, which was omni-channel, which is a 
business growth opportunity and then also the personal growth perspective that, that, that you shared with us just now. Thank you, Benno. And this was really an honor for me to have the opportunity to talk about something I'm extremely passionate about. It is a new initiative for us, so we're building it. And I'd be happy to share our successes or challenges with you, maybe you know, in a few months or so as we kind of get into this and learn more. But um, thank you so much for the opportunity. This is also a great jumping off point to if folks wanted to reach out to you one-on-one and talk about this more, how could they find you? Maybe website address or email address. Absolutely. I would be happy to talk to anybody and share my ideas. I actually love collaborating. I think it's probably easiest when we post this podcast to put my email address down. It is a lot to spell, <laughs> as you know, how complicated my name is. Excellent. I will, I will put it into the podcast description. Perfect. But I'm extremely open to having a chat and really brainstorming ideas about just how we can embrace this omni-channel uh, model. I, I think our whole industry is is um, transitioning in that direction. But again, it goes back to intention. It's one thing to understand what omni-channel means. It's another thing to embrace it and to align your business to it. And I think that's a kind of an action call for everyone. It, retailers, vendors, agencies is to think about what What do you want that customer experience to be? And what changes do you have to make organizationally to make sure that we're providing the best possible customer experience and that we allow our retailers the chance to buy however they choose to buy? And I think that's relevant for any organization, really in any business. Always a good idea to be customer-centric, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. Hey, thank you so much, Maida. Thank you so much, Benno. I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us. And uh, if folks wanted to explore growth topics, you can find me on our website, uh, realignforresults.com or email Benno, B-E-N-N-O, at realignforresults.com. Thank you, Maida. Thank you, everyone. You can listen to more episodes on Apple, Spotify, or Google. We would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review it. Share it with your friends or colleagues if you enjoyed the content. Always growing.